Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. Welcome to my beautiful friend and very inspiring online membership site owner, Jessica Donovan from Natural Super Kids. Hi, Jess. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hello. Thank you. So good to be here. I'm so excited for our chat together. But first, I would like to know all about you. Tell us about Jessica Donovan and what you do and how you help people. Gosh, big question. <laughs> I know. I always start with the most broad, biggest question. Yeah, well, so personally, I'm a, I'm a mum. I've got two kids. Um, I don't live too far away from you, Rach. So I live no. on the Rio Peninsula um, in South Australia. My kids are 12 and 14 now. Um, I'm still kind of pinching myself that I have a teenager in the house. Amazing. <laughs> um, and my business, Natural Super Kids, is all about inspiring um, and supporting mums to raise healthy and happy kids. So I'm a naturopath um, and we just provide all of the things that parents need um, to boost their kids' health and nutrition. Yes, you do. And you do that so incredibly well, like there's honestly the amount of value that you provide for those parents blows me away, but that is not how it all started. So I would love to know how did it all, you know, you're a naturopath. So tell us how you even started, got into business in the first place. And then, you know, how did Natural Super Kids come about? Yeah, so I studied to be a naturopath um, when I was quite young. I was the youngest in my kind of class. A lot of people, I think, have their own health issues and then go back to studying naturopathy. Yeah. Um, and I did get into naturopathy initially from my own health issues. I had some hormonal and skin things happening when I was a teenager and got some really great results working with a naturopath so I'm like that's what I want to do um so I went Amazing. off and studied Lovely. yeah um I went off and studied naturopathy and when I finished all I wanted to do was go traveling um so that's what I did me and my now husband went overseas and we traveled and I did pick up some work as a naturopath in a couple of different places so got some experience which was great and also just got this love for freedom and traveling mm -hmm. um, so I knew really early on that I wasn't going to be that typical naturopath sitting in the clinic room seeing 10 clients a day you know all day every day I did do you know, clinical work um, for a while. But then when I had my kids, I really kind of felt that need of wanting not, not to be stuck to my kind of calendar um, yeah. like you really have to do when you run an appointment-based business. Yeah. Um, and be available like yes. for, for those clients because, you know, it's ongoing, isn't it? It's ongoing support. So exactly. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And um, I also became really passionate about kids health when I became a mum myself. Um, so prior, like, first of all, when I, when I first had kids, I launched a business called Energetic Mama. That was my first. Wow. Business. I don't know if you even knew that. Um, right? No, I didn't. 
So that was all about helping mums boost their energy and balance hormones and all of that sort of thing. And within that business, I launched an ebook. So that was my first kind of taste of like selling something online. Like um, a product. <clears throat> pardon? Like a digital product. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a digital ebook um, and I just sort of popped it on my website um, and created a lot of value within that brand. Um, and then I wanted to take the next step and launch an online course, as you do. And so I surveyed my audience that I'd built up. I don't know, maybe I had like a thousand people in my community at that time. Mm -hmm. Not even, I can't really remember, but it was a you know, fairly small, small yeah. audience that I had. And I surveyed them and said, you know, what would you like to learn from me? And I had this list of things like it was, you know, balancing hormones, boosting energy, um, you know, we're learning more about digestive issues. And then right at the bottom, as a bit of an afterthought, I added this option of kids health. Um, and that by far was the most popular answer from my community. Wow. They wanted to learn more about kids' health and it kind of coincided with, um, you know, me seeing more, seeing more clients in clinic that were kids that I was just naturally attracting because of I was a mum and I was hanging out at playgroups and, you know, yes. kinder music classes. Yes, yes, sort of yes. Well, you're, yeah, you were amongst the right audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I created this course called Natural Super Kids um, and that was under my Energetic Mama brand. And it was a big success. Like my first launch, I had like 50 people join. And like I said, my audience was quite small. So my conversion rate was. Yeah, that's incredible. Crazy. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I thought, okay, well, now I'll launch a mum's health course. And I did. I launched this course called Delicious Wellbeing. And it was all about eating well for energy and balanced hormones that one didn't go so well. Like, I think I got about half the amount of signups to that. Interesting. Uh, so I kind of just, you know, as I have always done in my business, just listen to what was going on, what my audience was telling me, those yes. little yes. hints and clues that we get all of the time. And I'm like, and I launched both of them a few more times. And it was this pattern of the kids health course did so much better than the mum's health course. And I actually preferred you know, delivering it and creating that kind of content. So then I went all in and ended up launching my business, Natural Super Kids. Wow. I didn't know any of that. That's I didn't crazy. know that you had courses at all. <laughs> so wow. I'm just sitting here dumbfounded. That's amazing. Okay. So tell us about that transition from you know because I assume that you were still doing in clinic like yeah one-on-one -on -one stuff uh and you were running some courses which were doing really well how did you transition those courses to a membership what needed to change how did you do it how did you yeah what did you know how did you know what to prioritize yeah, it's a great question. So first of all, it took me a while to totally get let go of the energetic mama and really like take, you know, go with the natural super kids. It's hard, mm. isn't it? Like to let go of something. We've yeah, worked so really hard is. on. Yeah. So I wish I'd done that sooner, but anyway, I got to it and I did it. And then so I was just running the course Natural Super Kids and I just got a bit tired of the um, you know, the lots of income and then no income. And then you can't launch again and, you know, for a, at least a few months until you've built your audience. Otherwise yeah. you're launching to the same people. 
Um, and then, so I thought, oh, maybe a membership is a good idea because the other thing that was happening was people were people people were finishing the Natural Super Kids course, and then they were like, what else? You know, what what else have you got? Mm. Um, because kids' health, it's an ongoing project. It's not like we reach this place where it's like, okay, we don't have to worry about our kids' nutrition, we don't have to worry about our kids' allergies. You know, their behaviour and mood is all fine. You know, we come across different challenges, different developmental milestones. Our kids might get diagnosed with something or they might start getting sick a lot during the winter. So it's this kind of ongoing work in progress. Um, and that really goes well with a membership. So yeah. that's kind of that was my thinking and reasoning behind launching a membership. And it was almost five years ago that I launched Natural Super Kids Club which was our membership. I launched it with not much in there at all. A couple of videos, you know, half a dozen recipes, but this promise of what it was going to be. Um, and of course, those initial people that joined got the best price, you know, that we were ever going to launch it at. Um, and so, yeah, we launched that. And again, that was really successful because I had this pool of people that were ready for more. Like a lot of the people that joined in that initial launch were people who had done the Natural Super Kids course. Um, so we ended up with 168 new members in that first launch. Wow. $20 a month they paid. Um, and I guess I built up a lot of connection and trust with my audience because, like I said, there wasn't much in there. They were kind of buying into this idea that I had. Yeah. Yes. Mm. I love that. I love hearing that. And, you know, just that beautiful example of the fact that your, your audience was so warm because they'd already, already bought from you and experienced what it's like to work with you. And they were asking for this. They were asking for the support. So you were really just providing what they were requesting. Exactly. Rather than trying to make up and sell something that you think that they needed. Yes. And that's so aligned and that just makes, I imagine, would have made it so much easier to sell to them because you knew that in your heart you were actually really just enhancing that experience and benefiting them for the long run. So yeah, giving them what they, you know, were saying they needed. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think that's, that's a really important thing to highlight when you are cultivating a brand to actually be in tune with that what they perceive that they need rather than what you want to deliver yes isn't it <laughs> so important and I still stick with that you know we regularly survey our members you know what master classes do you want us to create in the membership what type of recipes do you want more of and of course you've got to go with like your intuition and what you know what you're wanting that journey you're wanting to take people on as well but listening to your audience so important yeah I think that's like, that's a note taking point right there. <laughs> but um, let's talk about your community because you have a massive community now. What some other people, or maybe they're just starting out with perceived to be a massive community, a really engaged community, just as we were talking about, a really warm, um, you know, like they really do respect you and feel that they're connected to you and you've developed that trust factor so incredibly well um I've witnessed like massive growth even just particularly in your Instagram the last few years 
So what has been the key focus for you in doing that? And what has helped you to shape your brand so positively? Yeah, wow. Good question. And, you know, because we've got the membership community um, and then we've got our kind of broader community followers and email subscribers. And and podcast. Podcast. Yes, yes. So I think just consistently creating helpful content is a big one. Um, And that's what I get lots of feedback from people about you know that they they learn so much um and I guess my you know just having having that naturopathic knowledge whirling around (laughs) in my head um and getting creative in different ways that I can present that information as well so for example you know we did blogs and I did Facebook lives for a lot of years and now I'm doing podcasts and little 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 kind of secret is a lot of the podcasts that I'm doing I'm literally like you know re reusing repurposing the blogs and the Facebook lives that I've done in the past but people are loving it because they might not have you know heard the the Facebook yeah. live that I did and now they're they're podcast listeners so they're listening in a different way and I don't know about you, but I find that information that you hear again and again and again is the most valuable anyway. Often the first time you hear something, you know, it doesn't land as well. Yeah. So I think consistently kind of providing value in lots of different ways. And so like what you mentioned, Instagram, um, we create infographics. They're some of our best performing posts on yeah, on Instagram. And they're literally repurposed from you know, a particular part of the podcast for that week or, you know, the message we want to get across in the podcast. And I think some people are like, oh, I don't want to share that in an infographic or in a post because then they won't listen to the podcast. But yeah, I really yeah. see it all as a as an ecosystem. You know, some people won't listen to the podcast, but they'll watch the infographic or maybe they've listened to the podcast and then the infographic makes that land a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so I'm big on, on repurposing and creating helpful content. And I'm always focusing on growing list, growing my list and growing my audience. So, and not just growing, but nurturing. I think that's something that often gets forgotten. You know, we're so focused on getting more opt-ins to our freebie, but then what happens once they're actually on our email list? Are they not hearing about anything until we're, you know, wanting to sell them something in a few yeah. months? So we send a weekly newsletter. We send a weekly email to our club members. Um, and again, it's sort of directing them to helpful content um, on our podcast or on our Instagram. So it's, I guess it's sort of seeing everything as a, as a bit of a, an ecosystem. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I love that you've highlighted that because even uh, different, you know, if you specialize in something, there's really only a certain amount of topics that you can talk about, really. And if you think about it, particularly with your audience, like your mums are going to have kids who are maybe, you know, three or four years old and then come five years on, they're going to be older and you'll have mums who coming through your audience who weren't even mums when you started the membership five years ago and they're going to be wanting that that particular content as well and I think people forget that you're always getting new eyeballs onto your content like whether it be a blog or a podcast or Instagram whatever it is and it's important for them 
to have access to that as well. And so you're actually doing them a disservice by holding back from from resharing. Do you agree? Totally, totally. Yeah. And you'll see, like, if you follow my Instagram for any length of time, like we do, we we repost the same infographics that we posted six months ago again. Yeah. Um, because like, you know, maybe we're talking about teenagers and, you know, how to balance hormones in your teenagers. And, you know, six months ago or 18 months ago, that mum wasn't even thinking about that, but now she is. So yes, I totally agree with that. And thinking about your content in an evergreen way as well, like not all content lends itself to be evergreen, but for example, I did a weekly Facebook live for about three years, same time, same day, Um, So I built this kind of audience of people that would tune in and I invested, which was a big investment for me at the time in um, someone writing that up as a blog post. And now those blog posts are, you know, major traffic drivers to our website. And as I said, I'm repurposing those into podcasts. So I guess it's like zooming out and looking at that bigger picture and some of these things I did accidentally and now I look back and think oh I was quite clever doing that (laughs) that was really really clever of me (laughs) but it is so clever and this is like so fabulous to not get caught up in that because uh, it's it's exhausting creating new content all the time or having that pressure to feel like you have to create something new all the time yeah definitely and I'm saying um you know, so I'm I'm now mentoring other health and wellness practitioners to have more impact with their expertise online. And it's changed a lot from when I was doing these, these weekly Facebook lives I used to do, they would go for like 40 to 60 minutes because I would talk like quite deeply into a particular subject. Mm. Um, and I'm saying to these prackies now, like I wouldn't do that now. I don't think people are sort of sitting down and watching as long video anymore. Um, you know, but even just going live and talking for three to five minutes on your Instagram or on your Facebook about a particular topic, even if you've got no live viewers, you know, even if you're the, the viewers overall are quite low, like it, it builds up and then you can talk about that in your newsletter that you send and link people to that. And then it kind of, again, it creates this ecosystem of people on your email list also being Instagram followers. So they get the, you know, behind the scenes in your stories. Um, Yeah. So I think it's changed a lot over the years, but the good thing is like shorter content is doing better these days, which makes it somewhat easier for us. We don't have to sit there for half an hour talking about exactly. (laughs) Literally. You do have to get to the point fairly quickly though, don't you? I know. Um, I actually find it quite hard to do the like... (laughs) I had to, well, you you laughed at my story a few weeks ago because I, I posted all these takes of this video because my Facebook ads <laughs> manager said, you need to do a video talking about this particular subject, but it can't go any longer than two minutes. Oh my God, that was so hard for me. There were like <laughs> 20 different stills of you trying to do this. I'm dif- I find that difficult too, to be honest. I think it's a personality thing. I'm pretty cruisy. I'm very... I I love a good conversation, especially a one-on-one conversation. Yeah, I honestly, I do find that tricky as well. But let's, Mm -hmm. let's, now that we're talking about the whole brand ecosystem, 
let's zoom out a little bit because recently you've shifted your brand or not really shifted what you've built already, but you're kind of adding it. You're sort of adding another arm to it. So tell us about that because uh, some of the listeners here might not really know that you are doing that. Um, So why did you do it? And tell us what it is. What are you focusing on at the moment? Yeah, sure. So I guess Natural Super Kids has become like I'm in that really fortunate position. I've got a team. Um, it like even my membership, it's sort of taken on a little like a, a life of its own, like members pipe in and help other members. Um, and it's been a really intentional shift of me sort of backing out of the, you know, everyday running of natural super kids. I mean, I'm still very heavily involved. I'm still the face of the brand, but I have a naturopath on board now who supports our members and does the one-on-one consultation. So I don't do much of that anymore at all. So I'm, I've kind of, you know, worked intentionally to be more higher level, um, you know, creating the strategy and uh, managing the launches and kind of coming up with that, the content that we're doing. So that's kind of freed up my time, which is such a great position to be in. And I love business and I love online business. And I see so many health and wellbeing practitioners out there, other naturopaths, nutritionists, psychologists, counsellors, you know, even speech pathologists, psychologists, all sort of um, struggling with the whole burnout from one-on-one work and also not having the skills or the knowledge to be able to build an online audience and online programs and memberships and things. So I was getting asked a lot of questions from other practitioners. um, And so I decided to launch a, a brand. So a personal brand, Jessica Donovan, co um i am on instagram and it's just really i'm i'm sort of just testing the waters at the moment and i'm creating what i hope is helpful content just on instagram um, and i'm just offering strategy sessions to other practitioners which i'm loving to help them have more impact with their expertise online and really the the practitioners that i love working with are the ones that are fairly busy in clinical practice but they're wanting to um, move away from so much one-on-one work and launch a membership or an online program. And it takes a bit of work to do yeah. that. And they don't really have any idea of where to start. So yeah, that's what I'm doing um, in the new brand. And I see that as me being able to have even more impact because if I can help them get their really important messages out into the world, um, then, you know, that's, that's a great thing. It sure is. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> it's so exciting. I love watching um, your all of viewing your content on even on that page, even not from a practitioner point of view, but you share so many behind the scenes um, strategy elements, I suppose, of natural super kids and how you're running it in, you know, behind the scenes and what you're doing and what, especially coming up to your launches and things. It's so valuable and it's so refreshing to see how openly you share. And I think that's, I don't know, I feel like that's one of the things that must draw your audience to you because you are so warm and and opening and open, I should say. Um, so you. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, so I know that you said you're just testing the waters at the moment, but I would love to sort of know what you see is the bigger vision. Like what, what are you working towards with, you know, with Natural Super Kids and Jessica Donovan together? 
Yeah, good question. So I really want to launch something, <laughs> Jessica Donovan, <laughs> this year. Oh, I'm I'm a little bit sort of you know stuck on exactly what that might be, like a group program. I like a, a group program for other practitioners, but there's a bit of friction there in terms of other practitioners are a little bit hesitant about being in a group with other practitioners and yeah. sharing their ideas and that sort of thing. Um, but you know, I'll be, I'll be launching something. I'm doing just one-on-one -on -one work at the moment, um, with those practitioners, but I think, you know, having, a, like at least sort of some sort of online program or something that they can go through, because again, as I was finding as my work in my work as a naturopath, I'm spending these strategy sessions going over the same things with these people, yeah. you know, those common things that they need to know. So I'd love to package that up into, you know, something that people can work through at their own pace and then maybe have some, you know, sessions with me separately, either in a group or one-on-one. -on -one. So that's kind of as far as my ideas. I mean, I've got, I've got pages full of ideas, but yes. it's just trying to figure out exactly what I'm, what I'm going to do. And because it's such a new audience as well, it's really interesting building a new audience from the ground up when I'm used to putting a post out on natural super kids and getting, you know, hundreds of likes and comments and saves. Then it's I humbling. <laughs> it's humbling for the old ego. Well, it's good. And it's good because I'm teaching other people how to build an audience from scratch. Yeah. So it's good for me to be going through that process. And then with Natural Super Kids, you know, I really, I was intentional about that not being a personal brand because I do see that as something bigger than yeah. me. And I'm moving away from being, you know, the only face of the brand. Yeah. Um, so for example, the naturopath that I bought on board at the end of last year, she's going really well. And she's starting to do some of our live kind of Q&A. We call them Ask the Naturopath sessions in our membership um, so mixing it up a bit, because I think it's really valuable for our members to get different ideas from different practitioners as well. Like I'm mm. not the best practitioner for every single kind of, you know, challenge or ailment out there. Um, so yeah, like sort of continuing that, um, like I love running Natural Super Kids, but continuing to bring on more team members that can sort of help me run it, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100% that makes sense. It's really exciting. Um, so just on that topic of working with your lovely practitioner ladies, what would be your best piece of advice for somebody in that situation who was really busy in their clinic, really um, sought after, I guess, built a reputation in maybe a particular thing, um, they're ready to scale or bring in some kind of form of passive income and try, some, try something different that's outside of the box or they're feeling like, um, you know, a bit tentative about it because it's not what's done. Um, what would be your what would be your best advice for them? Yeah, gosh, such a such a good question. Um, really, I think what I'm seeing is is not easy for them is to carve out time to yeah. work on their you know the online arm of their business because they are you know practitioners are busy they're often lacking boundaries in terms of, you know, when clients can message them, not having anyone helping them in their business, you know, not having yeah. anyone <laughs> helping with even their inbox management, you know, they're replying to all their emails and, 
So it's, I think it's like um, becoming aware of kind of what you need to do and what potentially you can outsource is huge and making sure you're carving out time in your work week um, to work on the, the online kind of growing, growing the online audience, starting to, you know, coming up with it, come up with an idea for an online program or membership um, because you're not going to, it won't just happen on its own, you know, like you've really got to sort of book out that half a day or one day a week to, to make it happen. And then of course, book a strategy session with me. And yeah, hundred percent. That's a given. <laughs> that goes without saying, but that's such great advice. I think any online business owner can really relate to that advice. I've been, um, for myself, I've really had to work on that, moving from a one-on-one model to a one-to-many model over the last couple of years. It's a struggle because you really want to serve your clients. Like they're, they've been your priority for so long and they still are, obviously. But if you yeah. want to prioritise uh, bringing more freedom into your life and having more impact in that way, it is like that's just probably the most important thing. So thank you for that. Yeah, no Now we get to have a really fun rapid fire session. So (laughs) I'm just going to ask you what your favorite is of these things. And it's just the first thing that comes to mind. You ready? Yep. Okay. What's your favorite app? (laughs) Stuck right. Asana. Ooh, good one. Um, Time of day? Morning. Hmm. Exercise yoga habit what's your favorite habit uh drinking a glass of water as soon as i wake up oh i like that i need to adopt that one okay what's your favorite way to relax reading kindred spirits (laughs) okay and finally what's your favorite thing about your business Well, I think just getting to getting to work on my own terms. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, Jess. You're welcome. I Thanks so much that. for having me. Such a good chat. Yeah, beautiful. So tell me, where can we find you and all of your beautiful things that you have on offer? <laughs> yeah, so um, for Natural Super Kids, the website is just naturalsuperkids.com and you can find us Natural Super Kids on all the, the social platforms. Instagram is where we're most sort of um, active, but Facebook and Pinterest as well. You can We've got accounts for Natural Super Kids. And then jessicadonovan.co on Instagram um, and the website is jessicadonovan.com com.au and donovan is d-o-n-o-v-a-n perfect thank you so much and i will i'm sure i'll be seeing you at some stage soon i'll <laughs> be having a coffee or a lunch or something we're so we'll lucky to live so close but for everyone else go and say hi to jess online and if you are a practitioner definitely get in touch with jess she is amazing I highly recommend getting to know her and i cannot wait to see what you come up with Um, later in the year thank you so much for listening if you loved this week's episode of brand lover take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share your biggest takeaway on instagram or facebook and don't forget to tag me 
I'd love to give you a shout out and thank you personally. Also feel free to subscribe and leave a review to help the Brand Lover podcast reach more heart-aligned entrepreneurs just like yourself. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.